Hey everybody, it's Andrew from the podcast you're about to listen to, this very one. I wanted to jump in real quick and tell you that I have some exciting news. I have launched a Patreon page. Uh, I have three new exclusive podcasts on this Patreon page. Uh, Last Pod to Springfield, which will be a TV review podcast. We're starting with The Simpsons, Season 1. Pod My Culture, which will be a pop culture roundup, stories of the week, whatever, I'll comment on those and talk about those and how they affect me or don't affect me. And then The Ring Rant, which will be a wrestling pay-per-view review podcast every week. And we are starting with the run of TNA Impact Wrestling pay-per-views starting from 2004 and going until the end of TNA pay-per-views. We'll see. Um, but if you're interested in donating, donating, patroning, uh, my pot, my, my new podcast, go to patreon.com, patreon.com slash good talk studio. Am I going to take that again? No. So you know how professional these podcasts are and, uh, that's it. So enjoy the episode and go to patreon.com slash good talk studio and subscribe if you like. Thank you very much. Overlords. Let's crank this shit up. That's a team I can work with. <laughs> I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Yeah, that banging theme song means you are listening to the Gentleman Overlords. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? It's me, Andrew. And with me is the boys. It's... Max, what? time to find a new podcast. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> well, you don't like the new motif, hey man? We're on the fucking couch. Yeah, this is a relaxed is, is, style. Yeah, we got a new, we got a whole thing going now. We're yeah. holding the, we're holding the mic so now that we can drop them more uh, easily. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a whole lot of new mic drop moments. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we can promise on this yep. new gentleman overlord. Hundred percent yep. accidental. Yeah, it's the drinking accidental. When we oh, drop the mic, you. you you take a shot. That's right. <laughs> when there's a mic drop moment, take a shot because you're gonna get smashed tonight. How's it going, guys? Going all right. It was going pretty well. <laughs> what happened? Something changed. <laughs> <laughs> I got smashed tonight. Uh oh. <laughs> we did the drinking before. Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> he, he. I had to. Prep. He, had yeah. He accounted for how many mic drop moments we were gonna have tonight. Uh, hey guys, say your names. I don't think you're... I, we, I. We sort of did. I'm, I'm Robert. And I'm uh, Chris. Uh-oh. Yeah, we replaced oh, Max man. with Chris. <laughs> God, this is crazy. The new MC podcast. Chris. Get Max on the couch. He's Chris. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's a, a new world for me. Yep. Guys, let's talk about some of these newfound Dagnab movies that people are all talking about. Don't you forget about movies. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. Uh, um, that's the faux pas. That's talking over Ben. You yeah. can talk over Rob, but you can't talk over Ben. We have gone over this. Hey, you know what? We're on the couch. It's a whole new scene, baby. Wow, this I guess is that's so crazy. crazy. Uh, All the rules out the window. I'll go because it's uh, the movie I saw. Max has already talked about. I saw oh. Book Smart. Hey. Yeah, what'd you think? I loved it. It's That's really great. good, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. Olivia Wilde, directorial debut. Thought she did great. The two young actresses in it are phenomenal. And 
everybody and it's really fun the um the like snot snotty kid from uh the wet hot american summer 10 years later the like the little like antagonist yeah. yeah He's great in it. I forget his name, but like he plays. Is he a similar character? No, or? he's not. He's actually the exact opposite. Oh, he's okay. like the to these two outcast girls. He's like the one person in school who like genuinely likes them and thinks they're cool. Mm. And he's great. I thought he was so fun in the movie, and they're both like phenomenal in it. I just really was quite taken with the movie. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've seen. Cool. <laughs> well, well I, what about you guys? I saw uh, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, season yes. one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Season is that what you mean? Starring yes. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess watched it because um, uh, like Paul Rubens showed up in the oh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Where, where we are in the shadows. What we do in the what shadows. We do in the shadows. Uh, where are we in these shadows? How we feel in the shadows. <laughs> Um, let's talk about what's how we're feeling in the shadows with each other. And so it kind of inspired us to, uh, to watch that. And it's so uh, funny. It's a, it's a dated movie, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's pretty fun still, I guess. It was released but, like the early nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so. It's pretty, the, dated. Ugh, it's pretty dated. I now. mean, it just, it has a different pacing than you would sure. find in movies today. And, uh, it, you know, it also doesn't the, like resemble the show at all. Yeah. Well, there are in, vampires in some ways. <laughs> no, in, actually, no. It's weird. In some ways, it does really resemble the show. Is in like, um, I think Joss Whedon was involved in the. He is a movie, writer right? in the movie, but are, not like the writer. He is a writer. There are a lot of things that seem to be hinted at, but not shown at all. Hmm. Like um, the, there is a Giles-like character mm-hmm. who is American, but they call him like a tea drinker or a crumpet eater or something at some point. And I think he was supposed to be British, and they never changed the line. What? Interesting. Are you serious? It, it it seems like that to me. It's That's just like really a, a little throwaway line. But I I thought, is this guy supposed to be British? Yeah. And, and then the character he's saluting the most... British flag at one point. <laughs> uh... And then the character that's most similar to him in the show. Uh, is British. So. Okay. And they call him like a dumb American and that he eat another cheeseburger, you yank. Which is so weird. Why didn't they change the line in all the show? Yeah. <laughs> Joss Whedon, man. Joss Whedon. Really let that one go. Yeah. And there's a character called Pike in the movie, right? That's right. S. Pike. S. Pike. <laughs> Samuel Pike. <laughs> and A. Angel. <laughs> Isn't there yeah. a character? Isn't Luke Perry Pike? And Isn't they're, that? they're DJ friends. Oh, there might Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't really. I wasn't making a joke. Oh. That was a real. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. You fucking. Their DJ friend, Will O. <laughs> there was a DJ in there. DJ Vampire. I'm going to look this up while you're talking about the movie. Um, and well, Ben Affleck was also in it as like a basketball player who throws a pass to someone. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. I don't, he, he wasn't famous at the time, I think, sure. and just threw him in there. Luke Perry as Pike. He wasn't Batman yeah, for one or two movies yet. There's also Seth Green is in it as a vampire, like off to the left side of the screen. Well, for he about was in two seconds. everything at that time. Period, yeah. It feels like 92. I don't think he was in everything at that point. Yeah. Everything. Everything. The movies were lousy with him. Um, yeah, yeah, he I, is uncredited as a vampire. So is Ricky Lake. 
Oh, yeah, oh that's, right, that's right. Ricky Lake is in there. Alexis Arquette as the vampire DJ. There you go. And hey. Ben Affleck as basketball player number 10. <laughs> hey, that's a good number. Nine other basketball players got credited <laughs> number. before Ben I, Affleck. I, I heard they retired that jersey after his role. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Slash is in this movie as a DJ also? As a lot of DJs. A lot of DJ roles. As a vampire named Slash. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. If you're a fan of the show, check it out. It's a little different, uh, but it's... Fun kind, to go back to the, roots. the origin, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also watched Late Night with uh, oh the Mindy Kaling movie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I wanted to see that. Is that good? With Emma Thompson. Yeah, I really recommend it. It's, cool. It's funny. It's uh, good. It's um, I don't know. I think it's cool because it kind of um, you know how uh, George Clooney kind of got sexiest man alive until he was like until Blake six, Sheldon became the sexiest man alive. You know what I mean? He's like really really up there in age and still getting are that. you live streaming mm-hmm. us robert what's going on yeah. here <laughs> i'm just looking at my list because i would just okay you're just holding up your phone in a yeah. very awkward way and now i've got evidence yeah he's a narc <laughs> yeah officer uh, they do podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not long before it's illegal uh <laughs> we're on our way to getting canceled i think this sure. is going to be called i think this is an episode we should title exhibit a <laughs> we but, didn't talk about pit my ride others we could have called it exhibit a exhibit wow okay late night yeah good stuff check it out and it's It's a fantasy movie because it's about a woman hosting a late night show right (laughs) (laughs) my god i'm trying to get us canceled now yeah for real here we go good shit anything else uh the dead don't die i also watched that one what's that the dead don't die it's a zombie movie by jim jarmuth who um it's like a murray bill murray kylo bill, ren yeah bill murray and yeah Ky- kylo ren <laughs> the character kylo, kylo, ren, kylo ren ben swallows up in there uh and it also has tilda swinton how was that because that just looked like it had like a big crazy cast but i couldn't get a read on it it was a weird trailer it, it's very it's a weird movie it's huh. very strange um and a lot of people don't like it i think yeah no- tilda swinton looks like she's playing the ancient one again Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, and like kind of a mix between that and Scottish Kill Bill, The Bride. Or oh, yeah, because she's a Scottish samurai, kind of, yeah. right? That's bizarre. Yeah. Truly, truly it, a zombie movie character. It's like, Yeah, it's it's really weird, and they uh, they just go for it with, with uh, not jokes, but kind of references in there. Like um, uh, Adam Driver has a Star Destroyer keychain. And then Tilda Swinton like mentions Star Wars and And then um, Bill Murray says, like, hey, remember me? I was in Zombieland. Yeah. Isn't this funny? I'm in another zombie movie. He's like, I could teach you some rules about zombies, like double tapping and stuff. I don't know, just watch zombie. And I see Zombieland too, double tap. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Riza also shows up um as a, a WPS driver. Where <laughs> a WPS? Yeah, so it's, you know, that's pretty in funny. Brown, yeah. <laughs> and it's that that kind of uh, stuff that kind of joke that gets in there a lot of thir- like fourth mm. wall breaking and third wall breaking they break them all reach out and eat some of your popcorn yeah exactly <laughs> well they just they know they're in a movie at certain points oh. and wait what for real yeah oh it's strange and um mm. but the one thing i really liked is there are a couple of times where like uh they just kind of throw convention out the window some of those things that uh are like very typical and they set them up and then they just kind of ignore them oh interesting I I don't want to give too much away, but I will give Would one you re- example because it's not okay. like a, a a big deal. Like when um when the zombies are attacking, when it's first coming out, they're like, "Oh my gosh! Like, what do you think this is? Like, what's the problem?" Uh, and he just says, "I think it's zombies." 
And like they don't go through that like, well, it could be this, it could be that. Well, there's also like, there's weird situations where it seems like the worlds that experience zombies, the concept of zombies don't exist. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's other movies where like Shaun of the Dead where they're like, I think it's zombies. Like, don't say the Z words. Like they know to what they recognize that these are zombies because they're existing in pop culture. It's always interesting when yeah. they kind of go that route. Mm-hmm. A world that's never had that kind of horror movie or something. No one's ever like, it, their brain has ever gone to like, well, the dead came back to life. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Cannot think of that. Um, but you, would you recommend it? I, I was on the fence about it. Yeah, I'd say hmm. if you want to watch a movie that you're on the fence about, watch it. <laughs> but Ladies and gentlemen, Max is curling into a ball. He's collapsing in on himself. He won't give me a straightforward I think af- after you watch it, you'll still be on the fence about it. Like It's not one of those movies you could really hmm. um, Interesting. pin down. Or, or you might just hate it. <laughs> hey, knows? how about that? Or you might love it. I don't, I don't know. It's know, one of those weird, Kylo, it's a weird movies. Hey, if, if Kylo's drinking blue milk up in there, I can, I can handle it. I did enjoy it, though. Go in there with low expectations and you'll probably enjoy it. Wow. All right. I'll yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's terrible. Man, I can't. I'm yeah, so this sounds this good. Now. I'm going to, I think we should stop this the podcast great. and watch it now. Um, what, did you see anything else? Nope, that's it. For movies, I saw, hey, are we counting Battle at Big Rock? I, this is the, you know what? If you want to, go ahead. This is the eight minute short that I neglected to tell uh, Max and Andrew here to watch. You hogged it all to yourself. I know. I was like, ooh, this is just Roberts. And I said, I asked YouTube, I said, YouTube, will you set this to private for me, please? <laughs> um, it is weirdly like what I am assuming will be the first of a few um, YouTube or only or digital only. Uh, Shorts based around the Jurassic World. It's a digital short. Yeah. It's an SNL digital short. Um, The dinosaurs all have their dick in a box. (laughs) Um, No, it is a, just a short about like these family, this family that's camping and dinosaurs happen upon their camp. And then there's a battle between dinosaurs and I'm trying to think of what was the, what was the created for the movie dinosaur from Jurassic World? The I Rex or the Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex. Yeah. At the end of the movie, uh, when the T-Rex comes in, bites at the neck, goes, yes. mm, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you you're trying to think of more well. SNL digital shorts. Yeah, I was trying to, I yeah. was, yeah. John Hammond rapping <laughs> angrily. Um, and like, Natalie Portman. Yeah, like, yeah, like Natalie. Um, yeah, it was interesting. And then just inexplicably, like, yeah, the fact that it's Trevorrow who, you know, was, you know, infamously was uh, allegedly a diva on the set of those films. And then famously lost the what would have been i believe the last jedi i thought it was no i thought it was the ninth one I maybe thought, it was i thought jj got it from jj hey, got it jj jj's uh, got you it. you might be right it might have been that they put they like were like way out ahead like hey in a while years you're gonna yeah, have a i movie. thought nine was trevor because yeah, it was jj be right. ryan johnston and then trevor johnston announced after force awakens though like i don't remember at any rate uh, just odd that he had been sort of, and then he sort of also had this infamous flop, the book of Henry, and then he's back, back. He's to, back, to baby. The dinos Trevor is back. Uh, just thought I'd mention it because it's a weird ancillary movie thing, but it's seems to be uh, preceding maybe another another one of those. Did films. he do the second Jurassic World? No, 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 no. He did just the the first one, I believe. Okay, or was yeah. I think that's how it, I think that's all all panned out. Yeah. I clearly have the pedigree for this, and uh, if you want to look it up you can and i'm gonna start talking about another movie which is uh the dark crystal which i didn't finish i have seen a bunch but i watched it after uh, mm. the show which uh, we'll talk about in the tv 
we've seen segments. Hey, we'll but, see if that um, comes up. We're on the couch. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I definitely it's one of those things that it was it was odd to watch it after the series because the series is polished in a certain way. It's very cinematic. It you know, even maybe more so like just with the camera movements and stuff in the show versus the original movie. Um, I still love all the puppetry and stuff, but it's it's also just like disturbing. Like it's a movie I enjoyed as a kid, but I the puppets and a lot of the stuff aren't supposed to look cute really. So it's very like, it is very alien. It's very like odd. Like they're not, even though it's a Jim Henson company, they're not Muppets. So it's very like unnerving. Sometimes they're like, some of the stuff is grotesque. The Skeksis certainly the very first, like one of the opening scenes is the emperor of the Skeksis passing away. Mm -hmm. And he's just like a desiccated, he's like crumbling and he looks horrifying absolutely horrible it looks like bad taxiderm he's awful to look at and i'm just like man like, it's hard to believe i watched this as a kid and not get uh, nightmares from this um but definitely like slower pacing like they definitely add a lot more humor and you know a lot more music cues and i don't like the voiceover in the movie as much there's a lot of like inner monologue of like well i'm off on my journey and i kind of like that the show has a lot more characters and stuff but i uh, talk about that too um and it informs the good thing though is like it does inform the sh the prequel show so like there's references that you'll get a lot better if you've seen the movie before and if you remember the movie um but it does have that weird there is that weird spot of like you know that no matter what happens in the prequel like this is where everything winds up and it's mm -hmm. pretty dire so there is like that element of it too um and then i also watched it chapter two. Oh, yeah went and saw that um, how was it well, you know what? I do want to give it another shot. Um, I, I I think I liked the movie. The theater experience was truly heinous. The people behind us, like oh. seven people behind us, were talking to the movie at the characters, telling them how cute they thought they were and laughing and pshawing and kind of like, it's just that the attitude of like, I'm going to a scary movie and Here's all I'll prove how not scared yes, I am. Yes, I have is. to just be have a running commentary. And I am actually not one to usually shy away or like I would usually say if someone was doing something like that excessively, like, hey, can you please be quiet? But it's I don't know, something about it at some point. But you like, thought if you turned around it'd be pennywise. Oh God. Yeah, it would be my greatest fear. Uh, retaliating audience members. Um <laughs> confrontation. <laughs> uh I'm not that scared of that, but but that was sort of the point was that it wasn't a single person or a couple that was doing this. It was like Seven a jocks. row of people. Yeah, it was a row of people and a couple guys, more guys and girls. And I was like, no one at this this is at the a local theater here in Seattle, so it's not not that you should expect, you know, any sort of unless you're like an Alamo draft house, any sort of like security or whatever to back you up. What you're saying is if you go into an AMC or a Regal, then they'd, yeah. they'd be able to handle it. So, Taze them. Yeah. so let's go Get support yeah, big corporate theaters. chains. <laughs> Buy as many concessions as you can. No, I just knew like the theater staff wouldn't be able to do anything. They're and also, I, I'm guessing you're talking about the Bay. Yeah. There's frequently like they're teenagers, two, two three teenagers. people working for yeah. all these. Yeah. Yeah. They're not making, no one is expecting them to do that, least of all me. And I just like, I also kind of lost, I missed my window. If I had said like 20 minutes in the movie, like, hey, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> they, they'd stop talking for like 20 minutes and you're like, yeah, yeah. can you guys? But yeah, yeah. I timed it wrong. They're like, yeah. shut the fuck. Uh, but like kind of like shift, like shifting too much too, where it felt like they were kicking my seat. The the whole point is that like, I'm talking more about this than the actual film, which had like, it's good moments. There was some like good scares and creepy parts. I guess 
my main issue would be like there were parts kind of like in the first movie and i feel like i probably said that in review there's a lot of moments that are like genuinely scary or creepy and then they will do a little bit too much more like just make it really incredibly loud or something really fast moving and it just kind of like diminishes it a little bit i feel like you, I, the, you saw the trailer right i've seen the trailer and like one with the, the old lady yeah do, do you think that was like creepy that scene um i i know what you're trying to get at and i think oh. you're probably what you probably are about to say is that it goes on just like uh, a scene too where long it for it to be the trailer like, is like where it jumps the shark in the movie okay like, oh like yeah because i think there's a there's a scene in the it chapter one trailer where like they are like i think they might intersplice these two scenes but it's like they're sort of like in a fl- they're flipping through a flip book uh-huh. and like pennywise is in the pictures that's in the original yeah yeah, yeah and then like at some point they're in their clubhouse and like a giant version of Pennywise starts like chasing them yes, around. Yeah. I feel like that's what you're talking about where it's like, it's a little too far yeah. and like it jumps from like being scary to just sort of like, that's funny. I didn't a make, scene from like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I didn't make that connection that that's like the, that's the parallel scene in the new movie versus the old movies. Like instead of like an old photo album, cause there is a photo album part in the movie too. It's in someone's the, Instagram. But feed. there's like the code. <laughs> yeah. Quick slide. Swipe it. Swipe yeah. it. No, don't click on his story. <laughs> Oh no, he's on IG live. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, that's kind of like, and like, like the scene in the trailer, there was an extended trailer that was sort of Beverly's character, Jessica Jastain's character meeting this old woman. She's in her old apartment and she's making her tea and there's all this creepy stuff happening and it leads up to like stomping feet. And then in the movie, like spoiler alert, it's like, it's a giant CG old lady. That's like out of it. She looks like Gollum. She's like weird and wild eyed. Huh. And it's just like, that's not scary. Like the idea of this woman who's like possessed by something and, right. and then strips down and it's just like in the movie, she, she becomes her father and his eyes are bleeding and it's like traumatic. Cause it's like, Oh God, the guy that used to, you know, abuse me. And it was just like this, it feels like it is trying to like balance between like what scares people or what people go to movies to see for a scary movie nowadays versus like what was just the scary, creepy part. Right. If they didn't have that, that punctuation at the end, then people would be like, I wasn't scary enough. Yeah. Yes. So that was disappointing. I would want to see it again if only to have a cleaner viewing experience because it was so annoying to have yeah. all that going on. But yeah, that was my uh, that was my movies. All right, let's talk about some television we've seen, TV shows we've seen. We've seen. Respectfully, I didn't talk over Max because I do not respect Ben. I have nothing but respect for Max. Uh, I like the sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robbie, you were you said you had some TVs you were going to talk about. Well, you teased a little bit. It does fall under that category. The I finished the Dark uh, Crystal Age of Resistance show. Like I mentioned uh, when I was talking about the movie, it was excellent. Uh, and then it does kind of wind up kind of pretty close to the events of the movie. Like uh-huh. It pretty much sets up like what will be... <clears throat> the opening scenes of the film and and you'll be kind of like, Oh, I can see where, how they all got here. Um, but yeah, really spectacular. Like I mentioned already, love the voice cast. The, the puppets were so impressive. And, um, especially the Agra character. I love the Agra character from the movie and the show. And, um, yeah, I would just highly recommend it. There's also a documentary. If you really are into it, that's like about the making of it, uh, which I want to dip into because I don't know. I'm just, I'm just happy that that art is still alive and that people are, uh, are doing it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a few more episodes uh, into it. And, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, it's really picking up, and it's yeah. cool to see all, all the stuff that they do with the puppets. One thing I do find weird is the the 
use of CG in addition to the puppets. And mm-hmm. like there, are, there's this big spider that like moves around, climbs all spider, up and yeah. under and everything and jumps around. Um, and then when it turns into a puppet, it just kind of like shuffles forward pretty slowly. Yeah, a little bit. And, and I do like the design of it. None of it matches. But yeah. other than that, I think like it's great. I, I think they set up some really cool worlds where they live inside of these huge like gnarled trees and mm-hmm. and make use of uh, like these big old mushroom fountains and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Every, everything has so much thought put into it. Uh, there are so many like living creatures that also double as lights, light yeah. bulbs for things. The, and, the world building in it is really cool. And yeah. they, yeah, it's like, it's fun that the Gelfling characters were just like a one-off thing in the movie. And then it turns out there's like seven tribes and they all have different cultures and some are considered like the higher studious ones and other ones like they don't even, one tribe they don't think, didn't think were still around. They thought they were gone. Mm-hmm. Like I like that a lot about it. Um, I I also think the outfits are really cool and it's kind of disappointing that they're all puppets so you hardly ever see their pants or anything below <laughs> their waist. <laughs> there are a lot of scenes. There's a scene where that someone tries to cut one of the Gelflings down with a sword and, and rams the sword into the ground and then is kind of like pushing it forward to try and get them. So then you see a puppet like uh, 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 kind of backing up and shuffling and I was like, yeah. whoa, this is bizarre to see his little legs like kicking and moving around. You can see in the movie when the main character's like running through some of the sets, I think it's like a little kid in in like with like a outfit on oh, because wow, it just yeah. looks like a little person like, dick, 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 like running through. So I do think it's funny that they've gotten to the point, maybe you're right that like the CG isn't perfect a perfect blend with it but it is fun to see um they're obviously using it to try and like lift up like what they they couldn't do practically because they do almost everything else they can but then there's stuff yeah. like the spitters and you like you said you didn't love the uh the carriage and a couple of things where they kind of have to back it up and maybe it doesn't yeah. doesn't shine as much I, I think that everything they can do with practical effects they probably should except for like stuff off in the distance you can usually get away with that mm-hmm. stuff and and that's fine but also i just wish they would kind of uh, maybe e- even though there are certain things you can't, you could only do with the CG, like maybe make an attempt to marry it up to the other one, like give it some limitations, even though CG can do anything, yeah. don't do everything. Yeah. The same way, like if you have an action scene, you have the camera react as if it were a stationary camera rather than flipping around mm-hmm. the screen. I, it always bugs me when that happens. So just like find a way to make it, uh, work as if it were the other, even though it's something different. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and then, other than that, I watched a little bit more of. I just went back and watched. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson because I think that's mm. still so funny. Uh, but the other thing I saw was uh, first couple episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. Ah, what uh, are you thinking of it? I, I enjoyed it, and I was someone who, yeah, I've seen the movie like so many times now, and the first episode hits a few of those beats, but there's like some f- fun changes too. I liked the recasting of Taika Waititi's character. He's still like the foppish kind of vampire, but I but I like the actor playing that um, vampire. I like that there's a woman vampire in their crew. Um, it is interesting that she's like married to Matt Berry's vampire character, at least mm-hmm. where I am in the first episode. Um, and also the one of the leads from Booksmart is in it. Yeah, she's like brought into the brought in as a virgin, I think, in the second episode. The th- um, their thralls or their um, like minions are very funny too. Like the choices for is it Eduardo or what's the um, yeah what's the Guillermo? what was the character? Because you said that there was a character that annoyed you. Yeah, that's Guillermo. That's okay, nice. Guillermo. Yeah, oh, really? Guillermo, about right now. My bad. That's what I thought when I was watching. I was like, I bet that's the character that annoys Max. Yeah. I so far, I mean, I, I 
I just wasn't, I just kind of like get his character. I'm like, he's kind of this, and he's kind of like hopeful. Like I've been, you know, doing this for 10 years. He's, he'll love this. He's such like a goody, not a goody goody, but like, he's such a, like a brown noser just yeah, basically to him. It's not the character that bugs me. I think the character has done really well. Mm. And I don't, it's not necessarily the actor that bugs me. It's just the over-reliance on looking at the camera as if that mm. were in itself a joke. Well, they even call out like, there's this big dramatic scene. They open up the casket for this big vampire who's visiting and he kind of stalks in and then they're like, he's talking about ruling the world and he kind of turns and then he's like motioning and they're like, oh, just a, it's just the, the camera crew. Don't worry about it. There's really not a lot of pretense for it. Yeah. The movie, it's sort of saying they're a film crew. They find this coven of vampires and then they're leading up to the events of this big ball that they have every year. And this mm-hmm. one so far is sort of like there was a crew and it's, then they're sort of tasked with why haven't you been taking over America? So that's that's where it's at. But I've enjoyed it. I just the first couple of episodes so far, but really liked it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've seen. Right on, Maxwell. Uh, I just watched kind of more of of stuff I've already mentioned, like Humans. I watched season three. Uh, it was one of those, like most season threes, it just kind of coasts across, and it was still fun to watch if you like the the show. But um, I don't know. It's kind of getting to that. Not stale, but just kind of not as creative as the other two, I suppose. Um, but I'm still curious to see where it's going to go from here. Um, and then I watched, what was the other one? I did watch The Dark Crystal, but we talked about that one already. And The Great British Baking Show. Oh, yeah. I watched a, my first episode of that the other day. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Any particular reason? Or you just decided to... Uh, we have a house guest who loves The Great ba- British Baking Big Off. Great British. The Great British Bake Off. Yeah. They called it... Bake Off isn't a thing in Britain, so it's called The Great British Baking Show over there. That's what I almost called it, and I was like, that doesn't. Yeah. That sounds like too many words. No, but, like, um, there's that's there's not a concept. They don't, like, they can't figure out what a Bake Off is, dude. <laughs> so, what do we do? Um, um, out of curiosity, was that or the, or the very first one that was on Netflix? No. Or just the newest no, season? No, just the or? newest... I think it was, like, the newest episode. Oh, okay. So, that would have been not, like, the OG, like, Mary Berry. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that has Noel Fielding in it? Yes, he's one. I of don't those. know who these people are. So he's from Mighty Boosh. He has like long black hair, and he has oh, very, like, okay, crazy yeah. outfits. The vampire guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff with some of the what we do in the shadows, guys. Like sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to watch that new season with him. Uh, but I also really love the original ones. Um, we just started a new season that, like so far not to hmm. invested in the the people because <laughs> uh-huh. it really depends on the season season two i think it's season two season three it's season three season three is uh awesome it's great you'll love everyone on it i've seen Except, almost all of them so i'm ex- trying to remember which uh it starts with the guy in a fedora getting kicked off and you'll <laughs> it's hey, like good oh, start yeah trim it down and then like the more and more uh, uh, baker <laughs> They uh, they trim it, but you you end up loving everyone. That's the the interesting thing. You start an epi- like a season. Yeah, there are twelve people. By the end of the episode, you don't know a single person's name really. You're trying to pick your if favorites you and everything like that. <laughs> but yeah, well, I'm bad with names, so maybe that's just me. But by the, I, I'm by often the end endeared of it, by so many of them, and then I'm just like they're also usually so encouraging of one another. I'm just mm-hmm. like you all should win. I know it is so it's great. So that good. They, like help each other out. Like, is that I'm in a bind? Come is that Andrew? Me. Just something because of your guests? Do you think you'll continue to watch the show? I, you know, I really fell in love with Nailed It on Netflix, and so I am like, and like, I like Chopped. There's like certain 
uh, cooking shows that I do like. So well, imagine nailed it, but they are more competent. <laughs> yeah, they're actually doing things pretty well. It always blows me away too, because I mean, and maybe it's just like you, if you grow up in, depending on where you grow up and and you know what the household is like, you're learning more of these. You're baking more with your family, learning these recipes. But I'm always shocked when they're like, "You'll make this classic British." whatever and it's like i have never heard of this this but but like some of the crew will be like ah yes i eat these every sunday yeah. I, and i don't know it just like blows me away there are some of those and then just recently i saw some of the opposite and it really weirded me out well, opposite what do you mean like a, like they baked a matcha cake right mm-hmm. and they were like what the hell is this i'm like Mary Berry, the, like food is your your job, and you don't know what matcha is. Yeah, what even the hell? even like, she has blind spots. It tastes spots. like grass. This is strange. And yuzu, like uh, uh, Japanese citrus. Oh, and they had no idea what that was either. She hasn't visited the mysterious east. I guess <laughs> I don't know <laughs> the, what to tell you. The wise Orient. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. Um, I can say that. Uh, Mary Berry, uh, expand your horizons, yeah. girl. <laughs> uh, have you seen anything else, Max? Not that's it cool uh same thing just same watching the same episodes or same shows i've same mentioned episodes of- the same episodes max has been watching i've been uh parked outside his house um no <laughs> bachelor in paradise uh nailed it great british baking show you got it right right and uh uh house guest has also been watching um new girl so i've been re-watching mm. episodes of new girl and nice. uh wow I, I i forgot how funny i find that show yeah like it, i i think for a lot of people the turn off of the show is zoe deschanel because she's just so darn quirky oh my gosh but like it i think they very wisely pretty early in the show recognize that like the side like the the other people in the cast is like they are equally as like important as mm-hmm. her in the show so even though it's called new girl it's it, the storylines revolve around all four of them and so having these like characters and especially like like uh lamorne morris's character winston makes such a like weird turn at a certain point and just becomes like an unhinged total weirdo and he is so he plays it so well he's so funny and you know it just it it has been a delight to rewatch. oh it's good episodes of that all right are we ready to talk about the movie we watched oh yeah she packed my bags last night, pre-flight Zero hour, 9 a.m. That is, of course, Rocket Man, the theme song to Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, Static Kling, is that the subtitle Static of this? Kling. Static Kling. Um, uh, available on Netflix. Uh, maybe not technically a movie, it's only 45 minutes, but... Extended episode. Extended episode of Rocco's Modern Life. We're pushing boundaries. I wonder if there's a single person out there who was really hoping for our opinion on Rocket Man. For Rocket Man? (laughs) They saw the title of the episode and they're still like, I bet they're going to watch Rocket Man. Yeah, technically that's not the title song to Rocket Man. So, (laughs) yeah. just, I mean. Um, So, Rocco's Modern Life, Static Cling. Uh, I don't want to like jump too far into it, but when you guys turned on... um, when you clicked on Rocco's Modern Life Static yes. Cling on Netflix, did you think it was going to be a story about uh, a father coming to terms with his son transitioning? Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. And uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, very much. Yeah, I was it feels too. like for for a show that in in the episode or in the movie they um, 
they kind of have a time jump and it's all so almost like implying like Rocco's been gone since the show ended. Yeah. And when they come back to Earth, it would be roughly 2016. Mm-hmm. I already even showed the date. I think it's 2016. So they hit all the marks where I was like, it was like cell phones. I just got 10. I just got 11. Oh, there's a 12 out now. Yeah. And like a couple, like there's a few drink like, promotions where it's sort of like, okay, this feels like this could have been written anytime. Right. Did, um, did you guys watch the show originally just to get this out? I did. Like, yeah. We I, should talk about that. I, I watched the show. I did not remember the show ending, but like, again, I watched this as a kid when yeah. maybe like story wasn't as like important to me. I did not remember that they, that his house got sent into space on a rocket. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we should look that up because I don't remember there being like a specific end. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was an ep- the last episode. They were like, we know it's the last episode and the joke is that like they get launched into space, but I don't remember that. I will say that even though I was a fan of Rocco's Modern Life and there were things that were kind of like clicking in my brain when certain characters and things would pop up, even just mm-hmm. like the design of a character was like, oh yeah, I remember that character was like so weird. Mm-hmm. There were other things where I was like, I'm clearly not remembering this person's role or there's a part where they pan across an audience and I could tell every character was someone that was like kind of like memorable from like a, a scene in another episode, but I yeah. couldn't like place them. Right. They all seem familiar to me, like the guy whose face is a foot. Yes, they show him and it's kind of like, oh yes, I remember. And I think like Filbert does have an aunt who lives like in an aquarium and her feet are sticking out with her walker and stuff. Not and- anymore. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, there were also big, big character changes in this where they like got rid of people. I mean, yeah, the biggest one though is, uh, is, uh, yeah, Big Head's son. Um, but I, yeah, but to go back to kind of what you said though, uh, that is, that is like the best thing they did about referencing, like, it all kind of come, it all kind of comes together nicely. They talk about the cartoon that Rocco loves and wants more episodes of and how they are going to put more out, but like there might be changes and that kind of rolls into the changes with big heads son and their relationship. And I, I don't know. It was just like, I was not expecting that from this. Um, but yeah, I did. But like also what you said, Max, I did, I did watch this as a kid and it was fun to see it all back. They definitely didn't try. They show like a CG version of the in the universe cartoon. Yeah. And it's kind of like the joke being like, Oh, if they did reboot something like that, it usually is like this terrible version of the remake. It looked exactly the same for better, or for worse. It was exactly the same kind of like crunchy, like Rocco was never like Ren and Stimpy grotesque, but there is like a element of like weirdness to it. Yeah. It was sort of just like part and parcel with a lot of the cartoons at that time. Yeah. There's definitely some weird disturbing stuff. Where it was just like, Ugh, like mm-hmm. boogers and yeah. <laughs> just, just sort of like weird, gross things little splotches of liquid crap like that yeah um i i consulted the wikipedia and there's no mention in the last episode that they yeah because it would have been odd to me i don't remember there being you know the climactic uh but also feels like they must have i don't know like why you just invent this thing that they that's just a good enough reason i guess to say like to remove him here's why they've been gone yeah yeah um, and then it also turns out that they could have gotten back at any time the remote control for the rocket that's was stuck on Heifer's butt. Um, but yeah, I really liked that. Um, why can't I remember the name of Big Head's son's name? Well, and I, it's because uh, they yeah, he transitions to Rachel. It was um, Ralph. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked that. And it's funny because I feel like every time I talk about Rocket Modern Life, I reference something I love in cartoons, and I've brought it multiple times. But it's when an episode of a cartoon talks about making cartoons. Yeah. And one of my favorite Rocco episodes is Rocco and his friends trying to help Ralph Big Head make more episodes of like Wacky Deli. And 
he's trying to sabotage it the whole time and then inadvertently it's becoming this huge success and it's just funny when the simpsons do it remember homer goes to do the voice of poochie yeah they walk past the same background multiple times and they're like it's just what animators do to make it you know so you don't have to worry it's like the same cleaning lady they go yeah. past every time like i love i don't know i'm just like i love that little those little in-universe kind of behind-the-scenes things. So the fact that it also featured that character again and then, like, the change of that character was, like, really cool just because, like, I was like, when I think of Rocco, that's one of the big episodes for me, and the fact that the, the, these characters are back was awesome. So yeah. I liked that a lot. So the the premise of the of the short, I guess, short movie, is that they arrive back on Earth 20 years later after they had taken off. Um, they are sort of... Rocco especially seems to be suffering the most from culture shock. Like yes. Heifer and Filbert are like... Yeah, they're pretty unfazed. They seem unfazed. They're like getting the new phones. Rocco seems kind of like... He's mostly upset that his favorite show is no longer on the air. Yeah. The Fatheads. So he goes off with Filbert and Heifer to find Ralph uh, to get the show back on the air. Yeah. And he brings Rachel back to O-Town mm-hmm. to have him produce the show also mr big head has like bankrupted his entire company somehow he makes one one clerical error and it basically like yeah bankrupts his his and so in order to get the company back on track uh they are trying to air a new episode of the fatheads on yeah they convince uh, their boss like if they remake it that remakes do great and it'll like save the town it'll save the town yeah. yeah and so there's a lot of like jokes about how people only want nostalgia things which yes. is also a self-referential mm-hmm. thing to a cartoon from the 90s coming back now yeah, that's true um but yeah i did you like it overall like did you i did like it overall it was just kind of like it was just an odd experience it was I, I'm actually maybe like happy it wasn't like, you know, super overlong, like, you know, yeah. hour and a half long thing because it feels like it didn't need to be. So it was like an overlong episode or like a two part episode. It kind of felt like, um, and I think like that was just kind of like the perfect, like inoffensive, like more Rocco. Yeah. Like, it's more Rocco. It's not changing up too much. And is it necessary? Maybe not, but it's, like good in a way of like I feel like the people that really enjoy Rocco and wanted more would watch it and then also not be offended or be like oh god like they got everything wrong like it was felt very true to to me to to, to the rest of it I yeah. feel like my affection for Rocco has probably waned it's just a, sure didn't quite hit me as hard as like oh god yeah Rocco's back injected in my veins but I was like happy for happy that it seemed consistent with yeah. how it used to have been how about you Max uh I didn't watch Rocco. I didn't have Nickelodeon at that time. There were a lot of shows that everybody loves that I kind of missed out on. Uh, I've heard of them, probably seen maybe an episode or two sure. mm-hmm. in my life, but uh, I did not get into this movie at all. Oh, it like right off the bat just seemed, uh, you know, fairly childish, which uh, I think it's meant for kids. And you're just uh, too old, dude. <laughs> it it had what the, happened to you, man? It just everything was. Early on, especially, it was just so lame in that it came back and it was like, can you believe Facebook has likes and people are okay. trying to get likes? Yeah, that is one I, thing I wanted. Phones are, the phones are out and you like people that have first to get montage is kind of like it's a, all of it. It's about as like cliched and lazy of a commentary on current culture that you can get, I will say. And like, I'm glad they moved on fairly quickly from yeah, it because I, it was like they were like one joke away from making like a kardashian analog yeah and it was just like okay let's these are these are well-trodden territory let's let's move on to something else yeah 
I don't know why. Yeah, it's it's not like that could it couldn't have been an episode where I guess they just felt like to address like what they wanted to do with with uh, Ralph now Rachel's character and maybe yeah the implication of like bringing the show back so it's like we should also reference that the show that he likes comes back so it felt like all of it it there needed to be this time jump and then therefore they needed to make all these things but you're right about that it's like just the most it feels like it feels like a bunch of like older tv writers Mm -hmm. who all like like they haven't had the avenue to make this joke about iPhones that they, they just have to get trying out. Trying to shove it into the movies, yeah, and, and get just, it to go in. And it just seemed like it was almost dated at the at the time that it was out because it's the fucking nineties and they're talking about computers and stuff. They had right. they had a cursor pop up, like just a mouse cursor, and click on Rocco. Like, can you believe computers exist now? They fucking existed when you had the show, right? Like, no, this is not new. Even this, you're not skewing all the new things that are happening. You're skewing things that happened a decade ago. Yeah. Like, they're really amazed by f- stuff that, that like, isn't popular anymore. They really yeah. took it to Bush in this, also. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so A really lot of Iraq war. Like, well, and, it, and I, I can't imagine it helped that you didn't have the original as a reference point, so I'm sorry to hear yeah. that you didn't, uh, didn't really vibe with it. But I'm, I'm kind of glad also like because i think like you and i both grew up with rocco so we have this affection yeah. for it and I consider him like a brother yeah <laughs> he's basically my son um that you having not seen the show before like going into it with that perspective i'm kind of glad because i i'm always curious about things like this where it's like a reboot or a reima- you know whatever of a previous property a gritty reimagining yeah <laughs> Um, they did show they, that. Remember the really, really big man, their superhero. Yeah. They show a movie theater and there's like him in the rain. Like, yeah, you're not getting away with it this time. And yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. They're That's showing that. Like, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy it, but like, I'm glad to get your perspective on it too, because. And, and to be fair to it, it kind of like really lost me quickly with that stuff. And for most of the movie, I was sewing a pillow, so I wasn't paying like full attention. <laughs> hey, how's the how's, oh, the how's the pillow? Very great. It, it is great. Why yeah. are we doing? Wait, this, the title <laughs> of this should have been Max's Pillows Adventure. Yeah, this is not. Maybe we should start doing a crafting podcast. Yeah, I'm down. Um, wait, that's what you used in the pillow? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic. Um, yeah, I I think like the the lame attempts at like skewering modern culture aside. Um, I think there are some laughs to be had in mm. the movie or in the whatever. Um, and let's call it a movie. It's let's a just movie. call it a movie. It's a fucking movie. Um, I think there's some laughs to be had. I was like you said, just very pleasantly surprised that they treaded the water of telling a, uh, a transitioning story with a character sure. and like they handled it like, you know, in the same way that I think uh, 20 years ago, if they had decided to make the Ralph character gay, I think they probably would have handled it in the same way of like Mr. Bighead not knowing how to process. Yeah. That I think like they, they told it in the same way where it's just like, I don't know how to handle this. So I'm going to, you know, kick you out of my life. And that is his attitude. Like in the old show, like he has confrontations where it's his son where it's like, I don't have a son. Yeah. And it's basically like, you, he's just quick to disown and drop whatever he doesn't understand. But I like there's a scene later where Rocco goes back to uh, Ed's house and it's going to be demolished. And he sort of like doesn't understand all the changes, not just like his house and environment, but like his son isn't his son anymore. And it's it's strange to him. And Rocco is sort of like talking it out with him like, 
yeah, you know, I've come back and all everything to me feels bizarre. And the one thing I was hoping was going to be a constant is different too. Like we both have to like deal with it. They have a literal winds of change character that addresses them, which is like, you know, very cartoony, but it is like a very like straightforward way of being like, sometimes change is good and you need to just follow the winds of change to kind of, you know, make amends and deal with that kind of thing. So I liked it. It's not going to, you know, maybe it will win a bunch of awards and (laughs) change the world. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I, I, that was surprising to me and I felt like I can forgive some of the ham fisted stuff because they did try to get something like more important in there and especially more important than I thought they would tackle in yeah. something like this. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think I mean, obviously very, <laughs> if only you could just say, but change is good. You know, parents that don't understand and they're like, ah, you are right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll continue to love you because you're, you know, yeah. Because not, I watched Rocco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I think we should watch this Rocco episode and get something from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So very, very surface level on a lot of that, but also like just a, just a nice little touching uh, thing mm-hmm. for those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um. Would you recommend people? I mean, it's, it's tough because like. I would not say to people like Max who have not seen Rocco yeah. that it's worth watching, but like if you have seen Rocco's Modern Life, would you say go yeah. ahead and watch this? Yeah. yeah, especially if you had yeah, if you looked back on that fondly, I would say totally go back and check it out, especially since I don't think a lot of things like this usually get that kind of treatment. I feel like it comes out and it is change in a weird way that isn't appealing to people or they they took out the voice actors or some of the elements that you made made you join i feel like almost everything came back i feel like i think most of the voice Filbert actors are looked a little off model at sometimes but i can chalk that up to just like new just animation new animation a little bit but they also like to their credit like it looked very similar i would yeah i would say for like fans of it or fans of 90s cartoons in general maybe that they should check it out because it's it's still true to that like it's gonna yeah. be the same it's like you pop the dvd and it doesn't feel that different yeah so. yeah max even though you didn't like it would you recommend people see it uh yeah, I guess it really falls down to uh, whether you watched it before or yeah. not. Yeah. Ma- maybe uh, in this group it falls down that way. Sure. So, uh, yeah, give it a shot if, if you want to check out where Rocco is now. Yeah. And if you don't really care, then uh, watch something else. Sure. Yeah. Watch uh, Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky's Modern Life. Ew. And that's a remake I don't want to see. Hey, what's up with these iPhones? I can't really, uh, <laughs> I can't access this app with my boxing yeah. gloves on. Yeah, that's, that's not bad, actually. That should be a scene in it. You know what? I'm going to write the new Rocky sequel. Rocky, you need to be promoted by an energy drink. <laughs> they just give these away when they drive up out of stadiums? They just give these away? That was a weird reference where I was like, what, was this a big, like, I know, like, energy drinks did start to drive, you know, the Red Bull little car would drive up and they'd yeah. be outside of, like, Safeco Field, but I was like, was this, like, a big, a really big thing? Like, it was just a weird, a weird to have that. Big. It was, you know, like, we talked to, we were, you and I were discussing something that they talked about in a different podcast where it's, like, they were making references that were topical, like, 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And I kind of feel like these writers had jokes, like, in their back, wait, pocket. In their back pocket that they've been waiting to make. And, like, it, it has Not now... Not good ones, necessarily. It, ha- it has now, like, passed the sell-by date of these, like, references where it's just, like... Okay, like I know what you mean, but like we are like they this is the, not on the tip of everybody's like pop yeah. culture time. They were in the bathroom during the pitch meeting when they were writing Meet the Spartans. They <laughs> they were out of the room. Yeah, they didn't get. They missed their, their movie forty three en- pitch. Their energy drink uh, pitch didn't get in there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a real shame. But finally saw the light of day. Yes, thank God. All right, well that'll do it for this episode. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Uh, bye bye. Bye.